It is time to start our adventure. This is Tales of Soarfall. This is a special episode of Tales of Swordfall, and who am I with tonight? You are Tyrker Floki's son, the uh, rogue scout. He's a little high on an interesting drink at the moment. And you're with uh, Nilkis Avlak, the tiefling fighter. Awesome. So, we've been doing the collective group of everyone from both groups, and some people have gotten lost in the, lost in the process, kind of mixed in the shuffle, and, you know, uh, we're going to pull the magic trick and ask, is this your card? What's the, mm. what we're doing tonight? Are you my card, Tyrker? I hope you are. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> So, the last time we knew about Tyrker was that he was trying to leave the bar, the Lilac Road, mm -hmm. and things were kind of, like, muddled. Your perception of reality was a little skewed. You were seeing gods, which um, isn't always a good thing when you're that high. Or is it, it's cool. really good. Well, the, the seeing gods is really good and normal, but instead of just seeing them in the normal places, I was seeing them everywhere. Yeah. Because um, in addition to Tyrker's normal consumption of um, what's known as food of the gods, uh, he also had a strange drink without even checking what was in it or what it did. He just was like, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's take this strange drink and mix it with food of the gods and hope for the best. Yep. And... Um, Everybody sounds weird muffle mouths. Mm-hmm. And the walls are melting. Someone's pulling on your arm. Um, and give me just an overall dexterity check. Okay. Dex save, not acrobatics, correct? Uh, it can be acrobatics, yeah. Let's make it acrobatics. Oh, he loves acrobatics. All right. Yeah. 23. So yeah, you feel like a guiding force, or maybe a hands of a halfling, uh, trying to guide your arm. Hmm. But you don't really see that. You see more kind of bright, flashy things all over. I mean, this, uh, your vision is getting a little bit worse. Or it's getting better. It depends which side of the pendulum you are on. He... Tyrker was also still, like, he probably wouldn't focus on the little arms. He was keeping his eyes fixated on the smoky cloud thing once he decided to stare at it and stop walking towards the door. And I would imagine Tyrker was probably not even blinking, fearing that if he blinked, it might go away. So I think that would add to it. So there's a tug, and he's not looking at the tug. <laughs> okay. And you start hearing some commotion. You don't know what's going on. Um, 
there are things flying through the air which you cannot identify, and the tugging on your arm stops. You swear you hear Nilkus at some point, but you don't know from where. And then there's just a commotion, and you are free from whatever guidance that was trying to guide you. So, if Tyrker is free from physical guidance, he would be tiptoeing around all of the blurry melting objects around him, um, trying to get a better vantage point from which to watch the smoky cloud thing. I'm sure he kind of lost sight what it was even near. I know he remembers it was by what was melting Rayanne and melting Arlen... Arlendo? No. Alonzo. Alonzo. Thank you. Melting Alonzo. Um, he probably is saying some of this stuff out loud, like Alonzo, Alonzo, and laughing to himself. Um yeah, he'd be trying to tiptoe around all of the flying objects and tables and people, though it all looks like uh, weird melted watercolor paintings probably at this point. Yeah, it kind of looks like um, someone left plastic food out underneath a uh, nice uh, Death Valley sun, and mm. it's just all kind of oozing. It looks thick. You swear it is actually like starting to stick to your feet. Yeah, he's trying to keep it off of his clothes at this point, you know, like doing the whole leaning around, just like ah, sh trying to shake his feet off a little bit as he goes. <laughs> and uh, you can see the black cloud actually moving away very quickly, actually. Mm. Um, oh, oh, yeah, he's sprinting now. Like, no. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> And you swear, uh, just this is the blackest thing in the room right now. This mm -hmm. cloud, which may or may not be Tangle, and you can see one hand just guiding you, and like it, like reaching out and like doing the whole come here kind of thing. Yeah, or? like just okay. one elongated finger finger coming out and pointing you in a direction. Chickard cock his head inquisitively, and I'm assuming roll insight with disadvantage. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he's he's very interested in this cloud, but he doesn't like when things are trying to get him to do things like yeah. that. Yeah, this thing is tr definitely trying to get you to do things. And I, you don't know what, from the laughter, it doesn't sound uh, too nice. Um, yeah. He's gonna... So did it go outside of the building yet? Or is it still in the building? You can't tell at this point. Okay. That you, makes might, sense. you might even be outside for all you know. I might know. be in another building. Yeah. <laughs> you, so, might have, so... you might have just slipped through the walls at this point. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. He ran out, or at least he thinks he ran after it for a bit. I'd I'd give it maybe a minute. And then when he saw the hand come out to coax him, his pace would kind of slow, like, you know, the end of a jog, come to a couple steps, and he'd stand there, cross his arms, and tilt his head just inquisitively, 
at least he thinks it looks inquisitively. It might be a really dumb face he's making right now with the bug eyes and everything since he's still trying not to blink. Um, and his eyes are probably watery. And uh, is it still moving away quickly? I, it doesn't look like it's not moving as quickly, but mm. you can clearly now see the cart just plain as day. And uh, harness to it is an elven woman. Hmm. Well, spooky cloud thing. I don't trust you. Nor do I think I should. I was quite interested. But if you'd like to spend time with me, I suggest you do it here. The spooky dark cloud <laughs> seems to be moving your way. And uh, the elven woman cut. Oh. I was just saying, he's just going to have a frowny face. He's just like. Mm -hmm. But the elven woman is like looking at everybody else. Uh, she's trying to figure out what's going on. You hear her mutter uh, We're on the move again. I have to pull this. I'm, a, I, I'm trying to remember. I don't think Tyrker has had a dream with Herberta's elven form yet, has he? Or, uh, for I a brief moment. He did, so he would possibly recognize her then. Yeah, I, you could always do a perception or history, all with disadvantage, of course. Yeah, let's see if Tyrker remembers what I remember. Um, let's see if he can access his memory right now. How about that? Yeah. Um, you said a history or um, perception. A perception. Yep. I will choose perception. Twenty-five with disadvantage. <laughs> Damn! I want, <laughs> I want that kind of uh, disadvantage where you're either rolling a fifteen or a nineteen. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. These disadvantage rolls have been pretty good. The other one was a fourteen and uh, and a seventeen. So. So far, his he's doing well on his on his trip. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, you totally recognize um, her her Berta, but for some reason, you don't. That doesn't seem like a good name for her. Does he? Did she ever give her actual name? I don't think no. she did for him. Uh, you guys figured out at least once that this elven lady is super duper cursed. Like someone tried to erase her off the face of yeah. the planet. I remember hearing about that. Um... So what should I call you besides Roberta? Uh, she looks directly at you and kind of gives you this wide-eyed stare, like, wow, you're talking to me directly in a way, like, you're looking at me like I'm a human, and, or humanoid. Well, as much as you are a fine-looking pack animal, I must say, your body in... She said she looks like an elf, right? Oh, yeah, she's... Yeah. A very fine-tuned elf. <laughs> yeah. Your elven body is exquisite to observe. 
and again, he has his head cocked, but just to the left this time instead of the right. Like, that is a fine-looking elf kind of look. <laughs> Are you dreaming while you're awake? And she uh, starts waving her arms. I, I don't know if I'm dreaming while awake, but I also don't know why you're waving your arms. You see me with arms. Very fine arms. Oh, the grip's leaving. Uh, jump on the cart. Oh, okay. And with a little giggle of... <laughs> he just jumps on the cart. And he's probably trying to be really quiet and like pretend like he's hiding because if she said jump on the cart, usually when someone says to do that, it's like, hide. So he's going to try and pretend to be like dead on the cart. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what's going through his mind right now. This works you out won't... a little too good for what actually happened in the game. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So it's that thing, like, if someone's trying to pretend to sleep and you poke them, they just, like, pretend to snore a little bit or, like, pretend to not be breathing. That's that's Tirker right now. Yeah. Do you, do and... you want me to roll performance for that, or is that just easy? It's it's just easy for you. All movement is kind of like fluid and easy to do. Okay. There there seems to be no bound to what your physical shape might be able to do. You're not exactly sure. It's rolling on that twenty three dream acrobatics. Yep. <laughs> okay. And you hear he's gonna do that. He's gonna do that until, um, not Herberta tells him to stop. <laughs> yeah. Um. She's. It looks like she's listening to other people. Uh, you pretty much see lumps of like that colored oozy plastic all around you. Uh, Play-Doh one, monsters. Yep, a Play-Doh monster just kind of gets up on a cart right next to you, and it seems to be swaying back and forth to some kind of music that which you cannot hear. And yeah, like like a catatonic corpse, he is going to just remain as still as possible. So, like, not too many more minutes go by. There are a lot of lumps just moving back and forth. The cart suddenly comes to a full stop. And there are several lumps. And then there's a woman who looks like an older version of Rayanne who is just, like, great. Is she clear? Yeah, she is super clear. Okay. And she's almost like she's on fire. I think, let's see if he can just use his peripheral vision or not. Um, I'm going to just roll wisdom just for my own sake. He moves his eyes slightly towards her to get a little bit better look at her while he's trying to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but he's trying to make it super subtle, like it's the smallest little movements while they creep that way. So, what else does he notice about this woman, or do you want me to roll? Uh, you notice that as she gets closer to one lump, that lump starts forming into Rayanne. Oh. And the closer they both meet, the more concrete in reality they look. His and, eyes will slowly widen. <laughs> and you notice that 
this woman who looks like she's on fire. The fire is going back and forth from her to Rayanne. Like Ooh. there's some kind of strange connection. Got it. That's quite curious. And all of a sudden, all the lumps around them start looking like they're panicking. And you hear that it's almost like a church bell going off in the, somewhere. But more mm -hmm. explosively, there's there's a musket shot, shot happening somewhere. And the lumps start grabbing at your arms. Do you go with the lumps? I'm a corpse. I am I am dead weight until Herberta not Herberta tells me to not be dead weight. So they would have to lift a dead weight body out of the cart at this point. Herberta looks behind. Are are you okay? Did you get shot? He's gonna try really hard to whisper, probably with disadvantage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At this point, you're probably only making sense to Herberta. Okay. So his mumble mouth is going to whisper to Herberta, I'm fine, but you told me to hide in the cart. You've been driving the cart. They think I'm dead. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, um, the the new Janassi boy, he just got shot, and um, it looks like everybody's going everywhere. Ooh, was he poisoned? I was poisoned when I got shot. He He collapsed instantly? I think I did too. He's probably poisoned then. Um, don't, don't let them get tricked into buying mountain spring water. They did that last time for me. I don't think it helped at all. Yes, I was hearing that. It seems like they just made new friends. Did you hear any of that? Um, I saw old Rayanne set normal Rayanne on fire or a blob turned into a normal Rayanne, I don't know. Um, and then all the blobs got upset and scattered about. Uh, you still haven't told me your name. Oh, my name is... He's going to try to reiterate that. Your name is... That's a strange name. Actually, give me an uh, intelligence check. Just a normal intelligence check. Okay. 17? Trying to, trying to type, but... <laughs> If it's if it's close enough to what uh, what boulders sound like with primordial, he might be able to discern it a little bit. <laughs> no, it, it sound sound literally like you know someone um, 
blinking out on the cell phone or the radio or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you want me to keep that to myself. <clears throat> I'll make that sound, and that sound means that. Okay. <laughs> is that is that sound good, or do you want me to say it? I you could say it if you want. Oh, I mean, he would want to. Yeah. Uh, Muldra. It's an interesting name. And she, it looks like she's about to cry. Is that an elven name? Yes. It, it's it been a long while since anybody normal has said my name. <laughs> I am not normal. Apparently not. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to upset you. Do you... Um, do you want me to take you to the place where they just went into? It seems like everyone's running in several directions. I don't even know where I am. How uh, let you be my eyes? Oh, okay. And uh, she starts pulling the cart. Uh, <laughs> you just see all these blobs running back and forth. Um it's, it- it's just so odd. It's probably like the Ramstein song. It's just some elven girl on all fours just pulling a cart. <laughs> well, to to you, she's like standing straight up, but That's she has like two feet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but she like is pulling it with all the harnesses and stuff on. It it's really odd looking. <sighs> well, I wish I could see you like this more often. Um, like, how? Well, I only had the glimpse of you like this once before, I think, when I was dreaming some time ago in a forest camp. But normally, I see you as the pack animal that everyone else sees, most likely. I hope that's what they see. Nork knows what I look like. Hmm. You sound odd about that. He's... He's nice. Yes, I've I've heard people say that word, they're nice, like that before. Does he hurt you? No, he's a little romantic. And she just starts walking forward, pulling the cart. Um, The face Turker makes is like, it's like a a wide, closed-mouthed grin and does the whole, like, head turn up like, (laughs) I, uh, I didn't know Norik was into wheat. Does he see you like I see you now? In his dreams, yes. And is he romantic in his dreams, or... He's... Outside of the dreams. Always the dreams. She seems a little, like, (laughs) offended about this. Just... No, it's... You know, to each their own. I've seen other folk. Um... Well, 
How is that going for you? Um, he has a fascination with pies. Well, he is a halfling. They like to eat. Yeah. I was okay. I was very worried about him when he had the cursed necklace on, only to communicate with me. It was a sweet jester, but it. Uh, oh, we're we're here. You might want to go inside so that others don't worry about you. Do you want to come with me? I we can continue our conversation inside. She kind of looks at all the harnesses. I I don't think I they'll let those. Me, I don't think they'll let me inside. They still see me as a as a meal. Turker's gonna like pat around and dig around in his pockets. Oh, I've only got the two gold, but I've got some silver. Let me see if I can bribe them. I'll be back. And he trots inside the building. Confidently. Or trots inside the amorphous blob thing that she said is a building. Yeah. Um, This amorphous blob, there's a lot of lights. There's bubbles going around. Uh, some people actually do look like people. Um, hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's almost like the music that's happening here, and yes, you can hear the music, is almost infectious. Uh, give me a constitution saving roll with disadvantage. I was going to say, he's going to start, like, grooving to it while he walks around the building, yeah. for sure. Or a wisdom no saving throw with disadvantage, either one. Um, do wisdom. I have one more. Seven. I like that number. Yeah, he's getting into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you, and he's liking getting into it. You are grooving, and a few blobs join you, and a few people actually join you, like full-fledged humanoids. Mm-hmm. One kind of looks like a dragonborn. No, there's something odd about them. Uh, there's another elf involved. There's no Herberta around, but... Okay. Let me write that down real quick. So, Dragonborn... And an elf. Okay. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. A long, long time ago, in a land far away named Phylor, there were four legendary adventurers. We are the Adventurers Four, renowned across the land. Using their cunning and strength, the party defeats many monsters and saves many lives. Nick takes a fairy blade and stabs it into his other eyeball. Oh, oh my God! God! Can, can Hugo jump on my back? Do I cast Expeditious Retreat? So yeah. Like, uh, can Bob roll a d20 for me? I don't like that. I, I don't like how you ask that. D20 business. What if I rolled a one? What if I told you I just rolled a one? Come and join us weekly at How the Quest Was Won.
Found anywhere where podcasts are located. Purchase not necessary. No real magic was used in the making of this podcast. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe.